Welcome to the Adub Club, a podcast about sci-fi, fantasy, technology, pop culture, the internet, and general nerdery. There are three things that are important to know. One, we occasionally use swear words, but try to stay in the range of PG-13, or at least the kind of R that cool parents are fine with. Two, we may talk spoilers. In this particular episode, we primarily discuss the movie Pokemon Detective Pikachu, so be warned. And finally, three, most importantly... The name Pikachu is, ostensibly, a mashup of two Japanese automatopoeia, Pika, for the sound of lightning, and Chu, the sound a mouse makes. With that out of the way, welcome to the clubhouse. We have snacks. Welcome to the Adep Club. My name is Andrew Whipple. I'm Alex Wade. And oh boy, this has been marred by technical difficulties we've been at this for like 20 minutes trying to get this to fucking work it's gonna be great it's gonna be great it's gonna be (laughs) it's gonna work well but oh well uh other than fighting with technology how are you doing alex wade i'm good it's a beautiful day here in uh, new york city sitting in my room with air conditioning nice it is a not particularly beautiful day here in chicago very gray um but not too not too hot yet which is is good and oh my god summer's gonna suck but whatever we're not talking about summer right now we are talking about the hottest new film to have graced cinemas uh like five weeks ago um (laughs) uh we are talking about the hit film of 2019 detective peak no sorry excuse me pokemon Detective Pikachu is as is the official name on the Wikipedia article that I'm looking at right now. Um, so I guess the question will be, what did you think of Pokemon Detective Pikachu? I'm going to say top level. Uh, loved it. Very fun movie. Uh, honestly, a lot of surprising twists that I did not expect from a child's movie. Yeah, it like it was a. It was it like went for it as a detective. I mean, as a kids detective movie, but yeah. like a detective movie nonetheless. Yeah. So actually, one thing about the um, detectiveness and the childness of the movie, I felt like sometimes it it wasn't sure which one that it was. Um, but honestly, that didn't detract too much from it. Hmm. Yeah, I think I agree with that for the most part. Yeah. So I guess my top level thoughts is I also liked it. I think I liked it both more and less than i thought it would like i think it was more successful at being an actually like pretty fun romp at the movies uh i i than i would have guessed it could have been given that it's a movie about pikachu but as a detective voiced by ryan reynolds but at the same time it was a little more and we'll get into it as we get into like actual plot points and things but like there's there was enough balls that were dropped that kept it from being like a full-on yes unabashed i love this um but overall yeah i think it, it was it was fun and it was a good uh a fun as hell kids movie yeah and i would have loved it if i was a kid oh absolutely this would have been my favorite movie for like years to come yeah so actually what maybe as a as a way of diving into this what is your history and association with pokemon in general uh yeah i would say mine's pretty stereotypical of people my age of i played uh pokemon red um and pokemon yellow um i tried getting into pokemon silver but that just wasn't for me um you know i had t-shirts with pokemon on them and i used to play the pokemon card game it was gonna bend there in my life i wasn't really obsessed with it but it it i i always loved and enjoyed the concept of pokemon not average pokemon fan but like casual 
because it's a huge phenomena, you know, like you can't, you can't not have played Pokemon in a way. Um, yeah, it kind of, that, that, that kind of reminds, I think I'm in a similar boat. That kind of reminds me though of my, like the way I generally feel about Harry Potter in that I feel like if you compare me to anyone else our age, oh, I'm not a Harry Potter fan by any stretch compared to, yeah. like, you know, I've only read the books once. I've only rewatched oh, wow. most of the movies, maybe two or three times. I like, then you compare me to like anyone outside of the like five years on either end of my age group and like oh yeah you're a huge harry potter fan by comparison to normal people i feel like a similar sort of thing with pokemon yeah it was just sort of in the air there's no way you couldn't have been a fan of pokemon to to some degree um that 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 yeah it was just it was just there for me i actually i don't I, maybe not never but never really got into the video games that much um i i, I was all about watching the cartoon um and Ooh. then sort of tangentially collected the cards but didn't really play them ever um but yeah i watched the cartoon uh I, I i watched it a ton but i watched like a set of like three vhs tapes of it a ton uh -huh. um, so i don't know how much of the overall story i ended up uh getting um i forgot about the cartoons yeah i watched those a lot too we had a what Pokemon the movie? Amazing film. Ah, oh, God, I haven't watched that Pokemon movie in a long time. It's it's interesting how we're both um, kind of casual Pokemon people. Like I I knew that I wanted to see Detective Pichu, and I know you did too. Like that was like, oh hell yeah, sounds like such a fun movie. Um, yep. And I talked to my friend who he is obsessed with Pokemon to the point where like he's like has all played all the games and is so excited for Pokemon Sword and Shield and uh, he still plays Pokemon Go. And he was like, no way am I going to go see Detective Pikachu. Interesting. It's like selling out or something. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell, man? I thought this was your thing. Like, it's like, that's such a totally different way of coming at it. It's, it feels like for me, the way how I felt about Fantastic Beasts was um, they seemed kind of like a cash grab and not really in the spirit of Harry mm. Potter. You know, I feel like that's his uh, sentimentality towards, uh, Detective Pichu. Did I ever tell you that I have only seen the second Fantastic Beats movie and never having seen the first one, uh, which, oh my gosh, that was a wild ride to try to <laughs> understand literally anything that happens in that very bad. Uh, I mean, it was very bad to watch as someone who's never seen the first one. I get the sense it would still be a bad movie, even if I knew what was going yeah. on. But oh boy, was it a, a <laughs> an interesting time of the movies to be like, you know what? you eventually get to that zen point after like half an hour where you're like i don't understand anything that's happening and i just don't care so i'm just gonna let yeah. it all wash over me and and we'll just like take it as it comes two and a half hours of this nonsense pretty nonsense yeah though. i started harry potter on the plane and i got 10 minutes in and it was like i am not wasting the rest of my time with this movie i'm gonna go watch deadpool 2 again for like the third time those crimes <laughs> so many crimes of grindelwald um, but that's not so many here to talk about. Um, yeah, I think that totally hits the nail on the head around the like the that feeling of as a casual Pokemon fan. Uh, this, yeah, it seemed like a really fun, weird movie to go watch. Um, yeah, and and I thought actually, also speaking as a casual Pokemon fan, that was something that it did decently well. Of yeah. You know, there was a few Pokemon that I didn't recognize because I completely checked out after the first hundred fifty or hundred fifty one or whatever. But overall. Yeah, I grokked it. It all more or less made sense. I don't know if it's something that if you literally knew nothing about Pokemon, this would make sense or not. But 
for a relatively casual fan who hasn't been plugged in for what 15 years uh it it I never felt like I was missing out on anything because I've never played the games because I haven't kept up with it um, yeah. in a decade plus. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just want to get into more spoiler, spoiler-esque review. Yeah, I do actually have one more thing, which we can at least touch upon now if we don't want to talk about it later. How fucking bananas is it that like the new Pokemon movie, like big live-action Pokemon movie that they're going for, it's Detective Pikachu. That was the other part of why I wanted to watch this movie. Yeah. It's just like... It's a movie about a talking Pikachu who's a detective. This, like, why wouldn't your first, like, big Pokemon movie that you go for be the story of Ash and his Pikachu or uh, any of that, like, it's talking Pikachu who's a detective in a Sherlock Holmes hat and is voiced by Ryan Reynolds. I think the reason why they did that was because it's such an untapped, unexposed storyline that they could do whatever they want with it, yet it still Mm. has Pikachu. So... Bam. I, I don't know. There, there is something, regardless of whether or not it was a good movie, which it was, uh, as we said already, but like the whole idea of like, all right, we're going to, the inception of this franchise is a Pikachu as a detective. You're going to pick the weirdest Pikachu thing and run with it. And I, I don't know. I love that. In th- I just love that in theory. And in practice. Yeah. Divorced from the execution <laughs> of it all. And then it helps that the execution is pretty dang good. Um, yeah. Let's get into the movie. Um, cool. I would say I started off the film kind of uh, rolling my eyes just a little bit at the setup of um, there is a insurance salesman who used to be a Pokemon trainer and, you know, something happened and now he never wants to be a Pokemon trainer ever again. Um, just that whole concept, that startup just had me rolling my eyes so fucking hard it's like okay this is Mm. too much of a child's movie i'm not gonna enjoy myself this is way too stereotypical and kind of hacky writing to be frank but then he got to the city i guess oh yeah what's what's your take on that i liked that scene a lot um of hey we're in a, I thought it was a pretty good way to get you into the world of like Pokemon being a thing that exists of he's in a field, he's with his yeah. friend. Yeah, I agree with you. It's kind of a cheesy scene, but uh, the actual like, all right, go catch Pokemon. Here's how Pokemon mechanics work. Um, here's what it looks like to have CGI Pokemon out in the world. Um, I thought I, I agree with you. I think I probably didn't bounce off of it quite as hard, but uh, in terms of like the it being a cheesy setup – but the um, the effectiveness of it as an introduction to this world and to this character scene, I thought worked really well for me. Okay. Again, just to like, hey, look, there's a Pokemon. And it looks cool that there's a Pokemon in the world. Yes. I feel like this was the start of kind of a, a look in two directions at what the movie was of this child like, oh, this is a kid's movie and we need to cater to kids. And then also... This other aspect of like, oh, detective movie that has suspense and thriller moments to it and um, interesting, I don't know, topics. And there were some like sexual moments in the film that were kind of out of place in that sense that it, it made me not think like, OK, that was the start of this kind of like, OK, this is a child's movie is how I felt watching that scene. Um and then when they got to the city, it got more interesting from there. But that was the start of that feeling of like, this is a child's movie. 
Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, and and actually, again, matched pretty well with my thought on it. It's like, it feels like it's a child's movie, but it feels like it's an efficient and impressive child's movie uh, in terms of how it gets across the like Pokemon-ness of it all. That said, to your point about talking about the city, all of that gets infinitely more magnified once we do get into Rhyme City. Um, yeah. Because he goes there, I guess, because he has to go to like plot machinations. It's his dad's like he gets called in because his dad's disappeared or I, I don't remember exactly the inciting incident that pushes him out to the city, but it's something around that. His dad's dead. And then you you get like that big opening shot of, oh my God, there's fucking Pokemon everywhere. Yeah. That was a really cool moment when like, oh, there's a city where Pokemon and humans are living together and they're cohabitating, which was beautiful and I could, I'm sure I could poke so many like logical holes into it, but um, I didn't feel the need to, you know, uh, there was this one scene, the first scene where you were introduced to the female lead whose name. Yes. Name is Lucy. I, I would not Lucy. have remembered because and we will, maybe we'll get to that right after this. But when I said this movie drops some balls, that was, that's one of the ones that I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we meet Lucy played by Catherine Newton from big little eyes, which is coming back tonight as we record this. I'm very excited. <laughs> Uh, but Lucy's introduction was kind of weird. It was like this, oh, I've been waiting here for someone to open that mailbox for two weeks now. And I'm this star reporter who's going to get her scoop to make her famous and awesome and do real good at her job. Cause I'm tired of writing listicles. Um, and it just felt kind of weird. I don't really know how to describe that scene. Um, it just felt out of place. Yeah, I think that there's a few different things going on. Actually, so now, not only just what you're talking about of like, is it a kids movie or is it a twisty detective movie? And kind of both. Uh, it also like, I feel like the movie is not 100% sure how much of a comedy it's trying to be um, and what kind of comedy it's trying to be. And I think that her, the Lucy character, is a good example of she is really like, like, I think that seems interesting and effective as a pretty funny, like pure over the top cartoon character scene. Um, she's basically playing it as a cartoon character. Yes. And like that could work. The problem is it's like her and a few of the Pokemon are the Not only the people that are like her. Some of the Pokemon and to a degree, like the villains are the only ones playing this like it's a cartoon movie. Um, even like ryan reynolds as pikachu is playing it less like a cartoon and he's a literal cartoon yeah uh, so i think yeah it's a it's it's a weird tonal inconsistency from character to character and performance to performance yes absolutely that's what that's i guess why i mentioned it in the same breath about talking about the kids movie versus the other kind of movie is it felt just different like this is a different movie that she's in which she was like jesse or james from team rocket level of uh melodramatic yeah you know yes which side note i would very much like if there is another pokemon movie uh and uh, this is actually uh, there's a podcast that i love called blank check and they did an episode on detective pikachu with the two writers um of it uh the Harry episode came out the weekend that it came out uh unlike like ours but whatever uh we can't all of course you know different podcasts for different people um but they one thing that they did talk about is that like they don't think that there's going to be like a detective pikachu 2 but 
they um it's entirely possible that like there are other pokemon movies that take place in other aspects of the pokemon world they were very clear to be like yo this is just the story of these characters and this pikachu in rhyme city maybe there is an ash and team versus team rocket movie down the road and if so i would like that please do it that would be cool i want to see meowth yeah i want a movie that solely focuses on uh jess james and jesse like that'd be amazing the gritty the gritty jesse and james prequel their yes. rise to villainy their uh their 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 tragic tragic backstory um a a movie that like this super reminded me of and was nowhere near as successful as it because it's one of the greatest movies of all time but it reminded me a ton of who framed roger abbott um uh, and i think you can see some of the shortcomings of this movie in the ways that it falls flat or in ways that it doesn't live up to that and i think one thing that Peter and roger abbott does really well is manages to totally balance being an incredibly banana slapstick comedy literally about 30s cartoons being 30s cartoons with actually being a pretty twisty uh noir detective story and matches the like totally totally zany and over the top storyline and tone with having a pretty like interesting and deep character driven story whereas detective pikachu kind of has little bits and pieces of all of those and it doesn't at all gel together um in a cohesive whole uh the way that like who framed roger abbott does yeah i've not seen who framed roger Abbott, but i'll take your word for it oh my fucking god you have to oh my god (laughs) alex wade you have to see who framed roger abbott i'm not joking when it's like it's like one of the best movies of all time and amazingly like for being a one of the first times where we mixed like humans and animations and like being done in like 1989 i think it still Jesus. unbelievably holds up all of the all of the effects like look incredible today um but yeah you you have to see who friend roger abbott wow okay it's on the list then <laughs> yes oh my god oh my god uh uh Tweet in at the uh, at <laughs> club if you want us to do an episode on Who Frame Roger Rabbit and make Alex Wade watch it. If you want us to do a like, we'll do a, our live Who Frame Roger Rabbit commentary. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess that's it's got a lot of good stuff going for it. It doesn't fully tie them all together in like a completely cohesive whole, but in a successful enough whole that like, yeah, I liked it. It was a good movie. It just you know yeah. could have been better. Um. I'm talking about like the twists and like the surprising part of the film for me. Um, okay. I thought that there are many times when just like, first off, there's the main twist of the entire film, which is um, like the dad didn't die. Uh, he got absorbed into Pikachu and like Mewtwo turns out, isn't a bad guy. Um, he, he's turns out he's like a benevolent God, like Pokemon apparently. Um, and how the main, the villain is like the president. Um, I thought it was very surprising. Um, the real is like, I did not expect it to happen. And then when it happened, my mind was like slightly blown, you know? Um, and it was like a real fascinating moment. Interesting. Of, of, Which yeah. was that the case for all of the twists or for like one set of twists in particular? Um, there were several twists that happened. So like the, the Terraria, for example, that was mm-hmm. a huge one for me. Um, and that one to describe it was, oh, they're in a secret lab where they have the terrarium garden or whatever, which is some Pokemon. Torterra, has, apparently, according to Wikipedia. Torterra. 
Yeah, so that's a Pokemon that has, it's like a big turtle, like, I don't know, six foot long turtle that has like four, like a ecosystem on its shell. Um, and they run out of the, the tor- whatever, the Tortuga garden. <laughs> um, and they run outside and then all of a sudden the entire world starts to like shift and the ground starts to shake. And you learn, oh, this is the actual tur- turtle garden where... They're huge, monstrous, colossus-sized beasts. Um, and, like, that one was f- great for me because I did not expect that to happen. Um, yeah. I good. Yeah, I I like that scene a lot, too. I kind of soured on it a little bit more after the fact in thinking about, like, th- that felt more of a this is a cool scene to watch happen than a thing that like fully played in with the rest of the story um though i guess theoretically that's how pikachu gets injured which leads them to mewtwo i think the the back half of the movie this is leading me into my overall thought about the back half of the movie where it has a lot of really cool moments and i think a lot of the individual twists and 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 changes are executed decently well but it doesn't tie together as a whole like story if that makes sense it's more of like okay here's a bunch of cool moments with some cool pokemon and the characters doing stuff rather than like a fully tied together cross all your eyes down all your t's um finale yeah i'd say that has to do with it still trying to be a kid's movie sometimes um and some of the writing was sacrificed for it to be more palatable and kid friendly and oriented okay yeah i think i make the i can see that um but so the reason why i was asking like where i i agree with you that i didn't see the uh torterra thing coming i think that was actually again a really well executed in the moment that like as soon as the ground starts to shift like in the back of my head i was like oh shit wait hold on and then it all ties together yeah um the reason why I was asking about like which of those twists and stuff did you see coming is for me the Mewtwo is actually the good guy twist that I feel like I felt like I saw coming pretty early on. Um, the his dad is Ryan Reynolds and the Pikachu has had his dad's soul inside of him the entire time. I never saw coming, but part of that I think is because that's fucking bananas. Bit ridiculous. <laughs> that's truly an insane thing for uh and i that is one of those that's like you know what i'm glad that that reveal happens pretty late in the movie because i just don't want to think about this i want the movie to be done so that i don't have to sit with this for much longer yeah that, that was that was okay sure let's let's do that then okay <laughs> um but yeah let's see what other stuff happens in the movie we've kind of jumped around a little bit but after meeting lucy um uh, then they go uh they have the scene with mr mime where they interrogate him which i thought that was a pretty fun scene yeah that was cool that was just like a very much uh oh we're gonna have a fun bit here and pikachu apparently is like super racist towards mimes you know (laughs) which not to exclusively crib from the blank check episode though again it's very good and it's my favorite podcast um i think i think it was in reference to this but maybe it was other other um some of the other scenes but the writers did talk about how like they spent a lot of time diving through like the real life encyclopedias of pokemon that are at the pokemon company um to say like oh you know we want to build sequences around cool things that pokemon can do uh and so the like the mr mime is one of those is like oh this would be really fun to build a sequence around how do we 
like interrogate a mime Pokemon. Uh, and I thought it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty successful. Even yeah. if a lot of the best jokes of it were in the trailer, <laughs> which is usually a rough sign. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. There are a lot of jokes that were in the trailer that like, I don't know. There was like, Oh, too much of it was just in the trailers on the subject of jokes that are in the trailers. Uh, and you talking about Deadpool two very briefly and something that I probably won't cut out now since I'm referencing it. Um, first let's say, what did you think about Ryan Reynolds overall performance in this film as Pikachu and as justice Smith's dad? He's fantastic. Like I always love Ryan Reynolds. Uh, He's, you know, did a great job. Very solid, very comedic. Basically played Deadpool, except like PG. You know, this was PG Deadpool. Yeah. Which was then my second question. How much do you think was him just improvising versus like actually shit that was written out for him? Uh, I would say the majority of this was just him improvising. <laughs> yeah, I, I leading question, but I feel the same. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I thought it, I thought it was it was very good. And it was it was a fun. Um, yeah, it was just it was a fun performance. Weird that he's his dad, though. Yeah, I'm sad. Yeah, I'm sad there was no references to Deadpool in this. I mean, at all. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I've never seen the Deadpool movies, actually. What? They're fantastic. Deadpool is your Who Framed Roger Rabbit in this circumstance? Uh, not that. <laughs> no, it's, I mean it's great, but I wouldn't say it's going to stand up for the next thirty years. Like, <laughs> see, here's the thing about Deadpool: is that he knows he's in a movie. That's me blatantly stealing a bit from Blank Shack. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, and uh, though it it does genuinely bum me out that like I would love to see more movies of Detective Ryan Reynolds Pikachu. Like that is a fun character, a lot more fun than yeah Ryan Reynolds' dad. Ryan Reynolds' dad was just kind of boring. I mean, he was there for like ten seconds, but still. Also, that'd be <sighs> if your dad was like that. Like that would suck. I would I. I wouldn't want my dad to be like yeah. Detective Pikachu. God no. I don't want that oh. like the idea of that Detective Pikachu character being someone with children. God no. I mean, it makes sense why his dad and him are like estranged. Ooh, yeah, <sighs> that's true. <laughs> um, but let's see. After that, they go to the fighting arena, owned by Diplo, I think. Um, and there's a admittedly pretty underwhelming Charizard fight where they don't really fight, and Pikachu doesn't really do anything cool. Which is a bummer. Yeah, I don't know why they like didn't let Pikachu know he could do electric things for majority of the movie. That kind yeah. of pissed me off. Like, uh, we apologize for the error. Diplo does not own the thing. Diplo just plays the DJ at the thing. Oh, there's a thing about like Pikachu. He learned he gets his powers back because he remembers how to use them. Um, but I think it would have been cooler if he had his powers all the time and then he accidentally took the superpower drug and became like fucking badass mm, or something, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Did something cool with that. And then like his fight versus ditto. Also, I'm so over the like, Oh, you lost your powers. You need to like learn who you are and become your true self in order to get your powers back. It's like, yeah, okay, Boring. fine, whatever. Uh, especially weird given that like he gets his powers back, but then still has to learn that he's actually secretly Ryan Reynolds. Like there, it's a hat on a hat. Yeah, not even counting the hat that he wears. God, eh, yeah, unnecessary. Like, think it's it's lowering the stakes to do that. And there are sure there are appropriate times where a hero can lose their powers or some shit like that. But in a hour 
and a half to two hour long movie, there's probably not going to be enough time for that. Yeah. So, yeah, there's the fight that's not that great of a fight. They find about the Argas, and that leads them on to more of the, like, the twisty police stuff, um, which I thought this part of the movie was done pretty well. Um, they go talk to some people and do some stuff. I don't fully remember what's – in contrast to me saying this is a part of the movie that I liked a lot, I don't actually remember a ton of it. Um, but they go through and they do some stuff, and then they end up going out to uh, explore this old abandoned facility that was the one that uh, – oh, there's a cold open towards the beginning um, where the dad's like escaping and then gets run off the road by, we think, Mewtwo, but turns out Mewtwo's a good guy. Um, that all happens at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. We go to – it's uh, – they all go out to this facility and we get to see a lot of who I'm saying is the MVP – of this film, the best part of Detective Pikachu, uh, the 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 character that really like uh, gives this this film the gravitas, the weight, the character that I identified with the oh most, boy. and that is Psyduck. Psyduck fucking oh rules in this movie. <laughs> I fucking love Psyduck. Yes, as Lucy's uh, Pokemon partner, who and just the concept so. Like, I think the concept of Psyduck in this movie was beautiful because, you know, a lot of the Pokemon descriptions in, uh, like, the Pokedex have ridiculous, um, just just ridiculous descriptions. Like, ooh, this person can pick up ten times, ten tons or something, right? For Psyduck, in his Pokemon description, it literally says he has a headache and could cause an explosion at any time if he gets too upset. And that is what they put into the movie. It's so good. Like, it's... It's it's a character with a game like it turns into a game of Pikachu interacting with the Psyduck and trying to keep the Psyduck's head from exploding uh, and and the whole like, OK, I'm not going to massage your feet scene, uh, which is great. Yeah. And then like it pays off when we actually have Psyduck explode and it uh, gets rid of the Greninjas, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's oh, Psyduck is so cool. Yeah, that, it was a it was a great concept. I, I'm yeah. glad they did that. Um, and, and I do think like that, you know, again, we said at the beginning that we like the movie and so far a lot of the stuff we've been talking about is, is more the complaints that we have with it. But I think this is one indicative of, for me, something this movie does really well, which is really plays with the Pokemon sandbox and doesn't say, Hey, I'm going to, other than like Pikachu being the main character, it's not saying, hey, what are all the Pokemon that everyone recognizes and are the big ones you put on a poster and the kind of shittier things that you see in some other like half-baked attempt of, of kicking off a franchise. What they say is, no, people fucking love Pokemon. They're going to come see Pokemon no matter what. So what we do is we pick the right Pokemon that will give us something fun to do and can plug them into stories in interesting ways. Yeah. You know, Mr. Mime and Psyduck and uh, the Torteras or whatever are not the cool Pokemon that everyone gravitates to you know there's a charizard at one point but briefly there's no like squirtles that you see none of the like big top line pokemon uh instead it's that mr mime lets you do a really fun cool uh goofy interrogation scene with a clear built-in bit psyduck like underlies this whole chunk of the second act and has a really cool payoff uh in the in that fight scene later um yeah. and has a lot of millennials reacting to the fact that oh psyduck is someone who is perpetually stressed and uh that sounds like every millennial ever so yeah yeah 
Yeah, so uh, it's something that I just, the whole movie was very enjoyable and very fun. There were lots of tidbits and different moments that happened around. So I don't want want people to think like, I'm just shitting on the movie all around in general, um, because it was a very comedic, fun movie. Totally agree. Totally agree. And again, I like, I would love if more like franchise owners had the confidence of the Pokemon company did in like, holy shit, we're going to start off a franchise, presumably because it's a success uh, and was a very expensive movie, start off a franchise with a detective Pikachu movie about a game that like no one's played yeah. um, about like a weird thing. that's an inversion of what everyone understands the Pokemon uh, story and franchise to be. And we're going to like, chalk it all full of you know not ash but this other new character um we're gonna put in all the pokemon that aren't like the top line pokemon and pick them because they work with the story and or work with the games that we want to play with them um and like you know it took risks it took risks yeah yeah i felt i go went into this movie kind of expecting it to be like um uh star wars episode not a seven seven in the sense of like super overproduced and tested and trying to be perfectly manicured. And it was not. And I'm glad for that. Yep. Yeah. You know, it, it, I, th- I think we've had not arguments per se, but like, yeah, we feel slightly differently about this for these new star Wars movies, but I, I get your point. I get sure. your point. Even if I don't <laughs> necessarily agree with uh, the specific example. <laughs> Okay. So Pokemon, Pikachu gets injured and they go follow the Bulbasaur's, which looks really cool. And then they go see Mewtwo and Mewtwo heals Pikachu and gets captured. And anything that you want to say about this scene or the Mewtwo's or Mewtwo in general? Um, it was a very fun action scene. They're like flying around the city on like Pikachu floats. And one time he got caught on the back of like a Pidgey or something. Mm. Um, very good action scene. Also, the Ditto being the like main bad guy's Pokemon was kind of really creepy because the oh meaty God. eyes were. Ooh, yeah, that was Humans uncanny. With Ditto eyes was terrifying, and I loved it. Yeah, that like honestly, if I was seven, I might have nightmares about that. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I'm torn about the final action scene, action sequence that like. Eh. <sighs> It, it had some cool bits. It didn't but make like, a lot of it, sense, but it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I think it could have been more fun, especially the the like. Okay, well, one completely ignoring the fact that like, okay, the the the, the big bad guy final plan makes no fucking sense. No, um, no, no, no. which is a dumb thing to throw out. Like that that happens. Like people throw out of movies all the time, and it kind of you know Thanos's plan doesn't make any sense. And it's like it doesn't matter if the plan doesn't make sense if it leads to an interesting story, and you know blah 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 hey danos did nothing wrong true um but the uh <laughs> the like in particular the okay you want to be able to live inside of me too fine that's crazy but that's fine literally where does any of this come from like make everyone else have to live inside their pokemon also um yeah that that one's weird um so okay so here to tie up a bit of a leap that i was talking about many times earlier um the the other thing that this movie does wrong is just the way that it treats lucy as the side character just gives her nothing to do outside of that first scene uh those first couple scenes where 
it's like, oh yeah, she's you know, she's around and she is like being the the investigator reporter that's helping them around, uh, being someone for Psyduck to exist with so that Psyduck can do a bunch of cool stuff. But especially here at the end, <laughs> one, like you have a reporter character and the reporter character whose whole thing is like, I'm going to go out and like break the scoop and like tell everyone, use the fact that I'm a reporter to tell everyone that like, oh my God, this like evil plan is about to happen. Literally right as she's about to do it, the guy goes out and says, like uh bill Nye comes out and says like hey here's my evil plan to everyone yeah uh, during the thing so you get rid of the one thing that you were setting up as her big moment and the thing that she could do uh which sucks for the character and like makes the question why does she exist in the movie as a like i guess third lead is what she's supposed to be yeah. but okay uh she then just like gets shoved into her side duck for the whole final battle and like yeah <laughs> it was it was frustrating both on the level of um, purely from just like storytelling thing of like, okay, you're trying to build this character up as someone that we should care about and then just completely sidelining them during the finale. Whereas it could be totally reasonable to like have her go do a thing just like in the sidelines. She doesn't have to be part of like the major big fight, but yeah. like have there be a reason for her to exist in this finale. Uh, it would be bad just on a storytelling level, let alone the fact that like, okay, cool. It's like the woman character. They're just going to like shove off to the side, um, which like sucks for cultural reasons. Yeah. So I was deeply frustrated by how much of a non-character Lucy was. Uh, and she could have been an interesting character if she had gotten more stuff to do. Um, and rant. Yeah, she's definitely set up like she's not quite the Trinity uh, badass female character stereotype, but she's almost that um yeah but then she's the badass female character side um, uh, character archetype that doesn't even get the chance to be badass Ugh. yeah so it's like oh, oh well, she gets oh shortchanged well. in two ways yeah it's like if you're gonna be sexist about it then be sexist about it you know yeah oh you know who we haven't actually talked about much uh justice smith as tim what did you think about his performance and him in the movie very solid um he definitely played uh a straight man um character mm. straight guy I'm not talking about sexuality. I'm talking about the the type. Like as the comedic, of, the comedic persona. Exactly. Um, there were some times when he was like, ooh, I'm like being awkward trying to hit on this girl. Um, yeah, at least let the – okay, if she's just going to be the romantic side character, then let like that be a part of the story that actually happens that gives stuff to do. I'm still super mad about this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, continue, yeah. Continue. Justice Smith as Tim. Yeah, yeah, like he didn't, he didn't fuck it up. He – he didn't fuck it up and that's all that he could do if that makes sense you know yeah no i agree with you and i I thought like to maybe be even more effusive about it like i thought that like the fact that he didn't fuck it up and the movie overall is wacky in terms of its tones and how it like fails to stitch them together but in so much as it does stitch them together i think it does via his performance as being like you know the 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 confidence in terms of him as an actor and and uh in playing around in this world that like i think if you had someone who wasn't able to like be that sort of mellow straight man tying it all together the movie would fly even more off the rails than it does yeah yeah exactly and that that is what the movie needed and he did a admirable job at that and that is a very valuable uh, performance to have in movies. Um, 
that being said, like Toby Maguire is, you know, he's that same kind of person. And I hope he never gets a Oscar for his performance, you know? Okay, sure, sure. Yes. I, yeah, I don't want to, like, yeah, this is not the movie that I would <laughs> like, give Jeff Smith an Oscar for. Maybe, you know, let's, you know, how old, I don't know how old he is, like 20 something. So like, yeah, let's see what he's like in, in 20 years. But yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah, this oh, yeah. is like, you did the work, you but like, held it together. This kind solid. of role, he should never get an Oscar for it. The day they start giving out Oscars to Detective Pikachu uh is is a day i'm hey. very excited to have come hey <laughs> yeah it's gonna come best new f- best picture i wonder if it will, I, I as a side note i wonder if it will get nominated for any of the technical awards i i could see it like vfx possibly i mean i don't really know what else would avengers probably well uh for like vfx and yeah um i don't know what else is coming out this year we'll see um I guess gonna wrap them up. Thoughts on the movie? Yeah. So let's see. So the the final battle happens, uh, and Mewtwo saves the day um, after like they're able to get him out from the like harnessy thing. Uh, Bill Nye, he's a bad guy. Chris Gear is a good guy, but was a ditto for part of it. Um, and then and then it turns out that Pikachu is dad. Yeah, that one's weird. Pikachu is daddy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wonder if there's going to be a sequel. Can't really have a sequel to this, can you? You really can't. Like, they kind of just, like, close the door on, like, how... Because there's no Detective Pikachu anymore. He's There's a Pikachu and there's a detective. Let's goes back. He's like, Mewtwo, we need to solve crimes again. Form us back together. <laughs> but maybe, like, what I hope is that this leads them to doing more Pokemon movies outside of this Absolutely. specific uh story yeah for sure um let's see any yeah any other thing else that you want to talk about uh the pokemon looks fucking great yeah very well done believable you know wasn't creeped out except when i was supposed to be creeped out yep yeah um God. that sonic movie though <laughs> oh my god there was a trailer for the sonic movie playing before we went to go watch detective pikachu and ooh boy yeah ooh boy yeah there is part of me though uh on the subject of the sonic movie that wouldn't hate the idea of it's less a sonic movie and more an attempt to do a 90s jim carrey movie that features sonic um but i don't get the sense that's what they were trying to do why don't we just take sonic out of the movie problem solved. i mean uh, hey if you're telling me that we could just do a Jim Carrey uh, Eggman movie. Hell yeah. Let's go. I'll green light it yesterday. I honestly think they should. I think they should not have taken. They should not have said, oh, we're going to change it. Like, yeah, whatever. Just let it be a bad movie. Just let it suck I think and make a bunch of money. Gone. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Like it would still, you know, make back its budget and it would be bad. And then everyone would like get drunk and, and watch it on Netflix in in five years uh, a bunch of college kids it'll be great hell yeah it can be one of the bad movies that people watch because it's bad yep fine oh well oh well any other thoughts on pokemon detective pikachu or the sonic movie nah i'm good man yeah overall i think it worked um and i'm glad that it exists all my points about it being uh i wish more franchises did the went the detective pikachu route um 
all stands and Psyduck rules. Psyduck rules and tag on. Yep, there you go. Um, if you think Psyduck rules, then uh, you should be a friend of ours, and you can be a friend of ours by getting in touch with, or well, first way to be a friend of ours is to like just keep listening to our stuff. You can find our stuff on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Google Podcasts. You can find it on Spotify. It's under the ADUP Club. It's really hard to search for it because we didn't think about SEO when we set up the the name for any of this stuff. So apologies, but whatever. You're already listening to it, so you know you already have found it. Um, but you can find it in all those places. You can also find us at our website, theadub.club. There you can also find our topics guide, which is a little page that has all the different stuff that we've talked about. You click on one of those topics, you'll see all the episodes where we discuss that thing. Um, you can find us on Twitter at the AW Club. Uh, that's T-H-E-A-W dot C... No, whoops, sorry. That's T-H-E-A-W-C-L-U-B. Um, you can email us at theawclub uh, at gmail.com, T-H-E-A-W-C-L-U-B. And please do email us or tweet at us because I don't know that'd be fun right we can make fun of you on the air um, and I believe that that is it yeah hate up club out hate up club out It just it that that beginning scene for me kind of was the start of. Oh, uh, I guess that's another um, big picture thing that sorry, we could talk ahead. about. Um, and, and and again, becomes even becomes even greater when you get into the. You cut off. <laughs> oh my god! The delay's gotten so bad. <laughs> oh god! Fuck! God damn it. Wait, request really? microphone access? Oh dear. Wait, in Zencaster mm-hmm. it's not recording. Mm-hmm. That's like it's like ten seconds. <laughs> Wait, have you checked Zencaster? Uh it's said it's been recording on mine. Does please click to allow your microphone to be prompted? Oh, interesting. Weird. I do have a backup going that's recording both yours and my side know, anyway. Man. So, like, is this a no-go? Yeah. I don't, I maybe. Wait, hold on. Hold what on. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to say a sentence, and at the end of the sentence, you say a word, and we're going to end the sentence right now. Now, this time, okay. I was like was half a, a second yeah, late, but yeah. I got there it was, a, it, was, it was a lot better. It's gotten a lot better now, weirdly. Ugh. still pretty bad though it's still like okay. now it's like a second okay. or two as opposed yeah. to like 10 seconds but no um well let's just keep going with it yeah so i have i had a backup running for that whole thing so we're fine okay and now what were you um, saying <laughs> you were saying something you were disagree you like you, you, i think let's go for what you were saying because uh, mine can come back later yes uh, yeah you yeah. were yeah, the opening scene.